Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. thank you for your glory. We thank you for your peace. We thank you that you are our provider. You are our helper. You are our warrior. And I thank you in advance that no weapon formed against us will prosper. But every tongue that rises up against us will be shown to be in the wrong. And it will be done publicly. And I just thank you that you are our God. And we can rest in you. We can sleep in you. The times where we just cuddle up to you and we don't have to say a word we just lay in your arms and we just thank you that we can do that at any time we thank you that we have the victory manifested right now in our lives and we're excited about that and father i just thank you right now as the, the holy spirit which is the teacher he's the guy who takes the things that you have and show it to us that today we will see from a different perspective I bind strife and division right now in Jesus' name. I bind that hindering spirit to trying to tell people that no, 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 you're not going to get nothing today. But I thank you that they're focused on what is being shared. And they grabbed it and they received it. And they put it in the heart. And then once it's in the heart, it goes to the head. And then it has that cycle, head to heart, head to heart, head to heart. And they can't get away from it because that will be their new reoccurring thought. And I call it manifesting right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all hit somebody or touch somebody or five-five somebody or whatever y'all want to do. I know COVID and all that kind of stuff. Just look at them. Blow them a kiss or something. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Wayne, for the worship. <laughs> all right, let's do our, let's do our, uh, what we're going to do, our opening confession. Because I'm ready for y'all today, boy. I, I, I got it in here. It's stirred up, making it stirred up. All right, let's do it. Open and confession. Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me because you love me I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen.
Can you go back about two slides? Right there. Okay, let me see. Yeah. So, so I want you to touch yourself. Y'all say this with me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. Keep going. In Jesus' name, amen. So when guilt and shame and condemnation come out, you got to tell them to shut up. The mind has to stop to hear what the mouth has to say. Don't think it, say it. Because once you say it, it sends your spirit a directive to say, you just gave me something I'm supposed to be doing. Okay? Use the tools to your advantage. If we got tools, use them to your advantage. You know, it's a different when you, you're trying to cut a tree down, and then, you know, you got an axe, and then you get a chainsaw. Right, Tim? It's a different boy. I mean, you know, you're kind of cool with your chainsaw. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, that axe, you know, you got to hit it, hit that tree about 20 times, and, and you look around after about five and see whether anybody looking. You know, you hit that song and you start sweating. You try to be cool, take your jacket off. You're hoping your wife not looking or, or your friend. You know, are you still cut, you still cut through that tree? Yeah. <laughs> See, he gives us the chainsaw to cut up situations and circumstances that come before us. But no, we still want to use the axe when he gives us the best tool. And the tool is called the Holy Spirit. He, he shows us, tells us, this is your situation. This is the, these are the adjustments you can make. Guys, I'm telling you, we, we on a winning team. See, the thing about the winning team is like, they don't win and lose. They just win all the time. That you can't find something that his name is not above. See, I, you, you just got to find out what you got and use it. Don't think about praying, pray. Don't think about speaking, speak. Don't think about fighting, win. You understand what I'm saying? We in the times, man. We in the times. I wanted to get to the point where people look at you and they say, wait a minute, what's with you? How did you know what to do? How come it appears like everything goes your way? Man, you got to live your life. You got to live your life in such a way that people ask about you. Went to uh, uh, my niece's uh, birthday party yesterday. It was in, uh, where was it, honey? Chesapeake. It was in Chesapeake. And, and, and it was a young lady that was her high school friend. And, and, and that young lady, we would minister to her. My wife and I would minister to her. And, and, and so, you know, we get to this event, you know, and it's like the, the way they had it set up was Keisha was to drive up and all of us be outside hollering, you know, happy birthday, all, you know, all that. And so, you know, when, so we in the house hiding until this time come. So, you know, this young lady is looking at me kind of funny, you know. You know, like, like she's looking at me, I'm like, you know, what's, what's up with her? <laughs> yeah, I just thought somebody had said something, stole the donut or something, I didn't know. So, you know, when we come outside to say, you know, happy birthday, she walk over to me. She say, well, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, you know, since it's outside, I can move a little further distance. Y'all know what I'm saying? You know, she stepped right here. I'm going to step right here. <laughs> you know, in our, our karate class, we always said you got to have leg distance. So, you know, I'm getting leg distance. I don't know what's going on with my girl. So she says, uh, yeah, I'm, I just know, I know you're spiritual. But, you know, how come you don't know, you don't know who I am? I said, no, honey, would you mind telling me who you are? So she tell me a name, and I said, oh, oh, oh. So she said, I, I thought you were spiritual. I said, well, what, what, what do you mean by that? She said, I thought the Holy Spirit would tell you who I was. 
So I know what I'm dealing with. This was the same lady. She just, you know, she was who, who she is. You know, the Holy Spirit can come on the inside of you, but you still have the same personality. He didn't change your personality. He wants to use that. So, so long story short, I, I recognize who she is, and, you know, we hugged and everything. And she was like, I've always asked. So this is about 30 years ago. She said, I always ask Keisha about you and Curly. What y'all doing? Because I missed y'all because y'all were there for me. So, you know, it's like, all right, we cool. We talk, you know, everybody else go in. I say, you know, I'm going to stay right here. When she move, I move. And so she's just sharing all the things about how God has manifested in her life. She shared, you know, she said, Pastor, you, you, you just don't recognize that now I'm sitting at the feet of, I'm pastor's aide for my pastor. She said, I, I was called out. And, and, and when she pointed to me, this is the, her, she has a female pastor. And she said, when she pointed to me, she, she said, you. And, and she said, I'm looking around because she can't be talking about me. <laughs> look, look, can I give you all a secret? We never feel like we're ready for God. That's why he called us. Because we don't have that personality where we know everything. We just shocked at the fact that he called us. So she said, you know, I learned so much. And she said, while, while I'm under this pastor, I, I get the gift of healing. I lay hands on people. They get healed and stuff like that. I mean, she's just sharing all, everything. We're still outside. Party going on inside. But ain't no move. Y'all you know, understand what I'm saying? You, I told y'all a few weeks ago, you got to listen to people. So then when we finally go in, you know, I'm mixing with my other family, okay? But my girl keeps still looking at me. So, you know, she, she taking time. She let me have my eye on the hair with family. And then she walk up to me. She said, when you coming back talking to me? I, I said, I'll see you in a minute. i see you in a minute. <laughs> I'm just telling you guys, have the impact where they see God in you and they want to talk to you because they know you know something. Amen? All right, so I just want to share that with y'all. Okay, y'all good? All right, where am I at? We already did a creed. Get out the freaking box. Get out the box. But I got a plan for y'all. We're going to get out of the box. I'm going to give you techniques. Remember I promised y'all that? See, I got to get you, I got to go over stuff first so you can identify with where you are. You understand? It's not helpful when you teach somebody something and they can't see where they are. Everybody see where they are? <laughs> In the box? But, but I got a test for you first. Because remember on Thursday night we talked about this. What does this scripture say to you? Let's read this together. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 in the Amplified. For the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine and accurate instructions that challenges them with God's truth. But, but what they're going to do? But wanting to have their ears tickled with something pleasing, they will emulate for themselves many teachers, one after another, chosen. To do what? To satisfy their own desires and to support the errors they hold. So what does that mean to you? Oh, let's keep going. And will turn their ears away from the truth and will wander off into myths and man-made frictions and will accept the unacceptable. Oh, that, 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 that's, that's my line. Next one. That's my line right there. Now, I ain't trying to jump in the Bible. I, I just hear the happen. Okay? So can y'all read that one? In what areas do we have itching ears? I want people to be honest. Y'all understand what itching ears are, right? I don't want to hear the truth about that. I, I want to stay my way with that. You know, instead of the Bible says, can we talk about what the Bible says? It says, 
Pray for those. Uh-oh. Can anybody finish that? That despitefully use you. Now, you using me and I'm going to pray for you? Uh-oh. Who, who said, oh, back in there? Go ahead. Raise your hand. Go ahead, sis. I know. You ain't the only one. At least you're honest with your... <laughs> We both, he said, pray for it. But see, when you have engineer, I ain't praying for them. Matter of fact, I'm a flat in the tie. What else y'all, what else y'all say about folk? To be honest with me now. Is Bonetta here? I, I know she done flattened some people's tires. Okay? She done took some of y'all with her. Okay? What, what else? What else? What else have we done that we know we shouldn't do? Oh, y'all, y'all, I'm sorry. Y'all send lists. I'm sorry. I'm talking to the wrong group. I got to get somebody else. But we want to hear. Mike, back here. We prayed the wrong prayers for oh. the people who've offended us. Okay, what, what, what kind of prayer, Nicole? We, we, we can get the vengefulness prayer quicker than okay. we can get to the forgiveness prayer. Okay, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty. What else? Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Sometimes, even though we, we know we should, we don't pray for the people that, that annoy us or irritate us or that, that make us uncomfortable. Okay, all right, okay. Because what we want to happen to them, Will? <laughs> uh, we wouldn't want them to get ahead in life. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean I'll be honest. Okay. Yeah, I want them to stay right where they are and not okay. get ahead of us. Okay, not make, get ahead. Or get, a, get ahead of me. Okay, okay, all right. Th- that's not what this person up front grunted about. But anyway, what else? Do y'all even look for a scripture that, that, that you, you can pray to help somebody else out? Okay. All right. Okay. But, but just be aware that in the last time, last days, okay? Yes, ma'am. Unfortunately, in the past. In the past. Okay. I have one of them struck down and in a way that I can see it. Okay. Okay. So you want to see them go down. I want to see them go down. Okay. All right. Okay. Y- y'all think she's going to call ambulance? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my cell phone not working. The battery go. Who else? Was that another hand? Good. So, so y'all haven't asked my question. What does this scripture say to you? Can, can I share something while y'all thinking? Now, now, y'all watch the degree of which my head moves. This is how the enemy works. He says he has time. So when he comes after you with deception, he moves slow. Just to the point where you can't see him move. You understand? So when Satan come after you, he's not going to come after you fast and hard. He's going to come after you slow and gradual. Because his mindset says, they, they got a little itching ear. I don't want to go too fast because they'll notice the error of their way. Let me go just slow enough where he can't see them change. What you just said just makes me think about what it says, satisfying their own desires. Mm -hmm. The satisfying of your own desire is a gradual thing. It's Mm -hmm. not like like you had nothing and all of a sudden you have everything and everything is going your way. You would notice Mm -hmm. the um, change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. So I have a girlfriend. um, She and her husband... um, they were heavily into the word, mm-hmm. and um, which I was very impressed with how they knew the, how well they knew the Bible. They were teaching the church, and then um, they got to a point where they um, stopped going to church. Okay, and she's they said that um, they 
realized that there were other books in the Bible that were left out. Okay. So that they were reading, they had started reading those. Uh-huh. And okay, so and they were talking. Oh, she, they were talking in a manner that wasn't, in my opinion, in mm-hmm. line with God's word. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so when you had us do the snipping away, mm-hmm. that's who the Holy Spirit had me snip <laughs> away. There it is. There it is. Okay. Because um, they're looking. They're seeking other things that really are not of God. Mm-hmm. And so they're, I mean, so God is going to turn you over to yourself. That's right. Pretty mm-hmm. much. If mm-hmm. that's what you want mm-hmm. and you're, 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 you strongly want to move to a direction away from him. Mm-hmm. Okay, here you go. Yeah. Amen. Appreciate you sharing. The Bible, our Bible says <laughs> that it's not good if you add to or take away from his word. And in y'all own time, y'all need to look that up because it makes it clear. And the end of the person is not going to be very well because you took away or added to his word. Now, I got a question for you. If we can barely read this Bible, <laughs> how you think you're going to read some other word? You understand? I mean, you know. <laughs> see, see, that's what I'm talking about, itching ears. The, the, the lie is, Mike, coming your way. The lie is God left something out. We're talking about a perfect God. A God that is more than enough. A God who made everything the way it is. But you mean tell me he left a book out? A couple books? See, that's itching ears. I got to have something up on you because I got to tell you what you missed. I, have, I haven't missed anything because I'm in him. Go, go ahead, me. Uh, one Sunday when I was teaching children's church, one of the um, students said, do you prefer the comfort of lies or the hard truth. And that's what I think this scripture says, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to be searching for the comfort of lies Mm -hmm. or are we going to look and see the truth? And so I think that is in alignment with this scripture. Yeah, that's powerful. You say a child said that? (laughs) And the children shall... Why are the children leading us? I thought we were supposed to lead them. Because somewhere we might have gotten off course. A child shouldn't tell you, uh, uh, let's, go, go, let's go to church this morning. Okay, okay. Y- y- y'all don't want to talk, so I- I'm going to keep on going. But, but y'all understand, just be aware of that. And-, and check this out. I've told you before and I'll tell you again, I don't like pain. Because if I learn what I need to learn from the first time, it shouldn't be a second time. Some people like to go 5, 6, 7, 12, 15. But see, the Bible says, see, I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to quote the scripture now. See, I'm out the box. And, and y'all got to look it up by yourself. He, did he say a modest or did he say a crueler messenger is going to be sent? So if I can get what I need to get in the first time, then that means I don't have to wait for a crueler messenger. Because the crueler message, that means he's going to be more angry. He's going to be mad. He's going he's gonna to take all his, his stuff off the way so that he can have total access to you. So see, stop thinking that God is hurting you. It's your actions that he has warned us about. I'm, I'm going to look at the exit sign. God is not, he, he, he said he, he, he loves us. But he loves us enough to allow us to make our decision about which way we want to go. So if disobedience brings a crueler messenger, that's on you. Because he warned us. We, we didn't get in debt because we didn't know debt was coming. 
He told us, don't mess with that credit card. He told us, pay your bills. Ah, you know, I'm going to get this next month. Next month come. Okay, so I'm not going to talk to y'all no more about it. So y'all know about a cooler messenger. Okay? All right, so let me, let me go on. Amen? Any questions? <laughs> okay. Why I get out of the box? What I learned about human behavior is in order to get people to, to move, you got to show them the benefit. Say show them the benefit. <laughs> why I get out of the box? I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> in Jeremiah chapter 28, verse 11. Now, I'm listening to see. Because most of the time when you bring up this scripture, somebody quote it out. Yeah, y'all ever hear somebody do y'all like it? And you're looking at them like, can, can I read it? <laughs> but it says, let's go ahead and read it together. That way y'all y'all okay. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Now, we're talking about, now, I can't ask Sally about his plans. I got to ask him about his plans. I got to talk to God. I got to spend time with God to find out he's the one who knows the plans for me. He knows what thoughts he has for me. Holy Spirit, what do you think about this? What's your thoughts on this? Notice what I'm doing with my hands. He's not just going to tell me about that one thing. He's going to tell me about many things. Things that are coming, things to avoid. But you got to ask him. Plans for peace. Oh, God, he, he broke my car down. Is that peace? He made my child run away. Is that peace? And well-being. Not just feeling better, but well-being. Not for disaster. Anything bad is not God. So y'all, y'all say it. Anything bad bad. is not God. God. To give you a future. Oh, that means he planned for us to be here? And a hope. So while we're in the future, we're also hoping. Our God can do multiple things at one time. But guys, if if I'm supposed to have a future, then that means I need, need to live like I plan on being here. I need to take care of my body. You need to take care of your mind. You need, okay, y'all ready for this? Y'all need to learn how to say no. Let's practice it. On on, on two, I want you to say no. Sharon, I hear you. I want you to be the loudest. Yeah, okay. (laughs) One, two, no. How I feel? Did it feel funny? Practice it. And, and, and see, okay, <laughs> quoting scripture again. And when you say no, let your no be no, and your yes, yes, otherwise sin is coming out of your mouth. Because you know we're going to lie. If you just say no, you're good. No, but, you know, Sally, you know, she has a, 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 a dance recital. Sally, not even in dance. <laughs> <laughs> But if you just say no, it's done. And, and if they say why, you just repeat. No. But this time you go a little lower. See, Sharon said it. Go ahead, Sharon. I hear you. Sharon practicing in advance. So I'm just telling y'all, don't answer nothing after church. Okay? 
All right, so the reason why we want to get out of the box because we want to fulfill our destiny, God-given destiny. And then take, check this out, by keeping step with God. See, you can't fulfill your destiny unless you keep in step with him. If he goes right, you go right. Don't ask him why you got to go right. Just go right. Because he don't make mistakes. And it goes on to say, Isaiah 43, verse 18 through 19a. Do not remember. Uh-oh. Now, let's read this one together. <laughs> Do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. I, I think we did a teaching on now, didn't we? So when is it going to spring forth? But I'm so busy looking at the past that I can't see the now. When God's going to move, he already moved, but you were busy in the past. Matter of fact, you know more about the past than you do about the future. Because when he's trying to tell us about the future, we keep telling him about the past. And which do we talk the most about? Guys, I'm telling you, man, he is our all in all. He is the final say. Let me, let me update that to 2023. He is the only say. If I find out what he says, I'm going to say that. See, see the, the itching ears is going to start telling you stuff like, well, you've been serving God for all these years. Look at where you are. Where am I? It's based off the decisions I made, not the ones he told me to make. See, we got to put blame in its proper place. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I get some grunts. I, I receive them. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Thank you. All right, so let's talk about getting done. Will you be aware of it? Listen carefully. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. My question to you is, will you be aware of the new thing? You will? How, how will you know? What, what, what you feeling on the inside? What would it, what it, would it sound or feel like, Nicole? It will not look like anything I've there ever seen right before. There it is right there. There it is right there. But how many of us get opportunities of things we've never seen before and we say no to them? Okay, I think y'all got that one. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, I think it would feel me like it might be feel a little bit uncomfortable uh-huh, yeah. because um, I'm not used to it and I want to like stay in my comfort zone. Okay. Yeah. 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 I appreciate the honesty because you know, remember the, the 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 man's job is to make sure you stay alive, and then his second job is to make sure that when uncomfortable uncomfort comes towards you, it wants to keep you comfortable. But the uncomfortable is God's doing. Why is that? Because he knows we have to rely on him to get it done. So if we knew what we knew, then it's like, okay. But he's going to bring something your way that you have to depend on him as to what to do, how to do it, when to do it. I stand over there. I hit my hands together. And that's my way of saying, I'm here ready to serve. Then while worship is going on, I say, Holy Spirit, this is your service. What do you want to do? He's going to tell me something special, and I got to rely on him. But the thing about relying on him is that he's just, see, I, I, if you get anything today, get this. If I do what he says, he's responsible for the results. 
If I do what I say, I'm responsible for the results. So that's why I want his plan. Because, see, he's going to work past what I work. He goes home with people. He wakes up with people. And he's telling them, this is the best plan. Hey, this, this, this is what's supposed to happen. But no, Lord, it took too long. Pastor said it yesterday. We agreed on it, and it hadn't showed up yet. <laughs> it showed up, but see, you didn't know about the new thing. You still looking for the old stuff. How many times have we, we dug up on stuff that we needed to give away anyway? I, I, I see you, Will. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You buy something new, you get some new shoes or new stuff. And, and you go back in there and, and you start digging. It's like, well, what about this? Uh, on Saturday. Yeah, well, Saturday Friday. I, I, I bought some, some uh, um, loafers, some, some suede loafers. And, and the reason why I bought suede loafers is because the other loafers, I spilled some grease on it. You know, just, just a little sprinkle. So I, I, I walked up to my wife. I said, sweetie, so do you think I ought to throw these away? She said, don't you have some new loafers? See, I'm not going to give anything damaged to somebody else because I wouldn't want someone to give me damaged stuff. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, what God calls men, that's people, to give into your bosom. Amen. All right, I'm preaching. Go, go ahead. Somebody hit the hand up. Go, go ahead. What you got, brother? Yeah, so um, I think a, a big challenge for me is fear of the unknown, and, and I, it just a light bulb went off in my head okay. or was reminded of, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm a fear of the unknown because I can't control it. Okay, gotcha. And yeah. so okay. um, I'll give you an example. Last week, you know, we had some car work done, and, um, you know, we thought it was going to be one price, and he said, well, if, if, if this happens, then uh, – um, then it'll be another two thousand dollars. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, help me, Jesus. <laughs> but uh, so, so then, I, then I prayed about it, and um, it was fifty percent less than I thought it was. Close. Be, so yeah. that was good. Okay. But okay. I, I think sometimes fear of the unknown when something happens, I'm, I'm like surprised by it. So I need to rest in it. Gotcha. I, okay. I need to, I need to replace that thought and rest in it. Mm-hmm. That he's got it. You but, got. But it. I was like, wow, this is great. I'm surprised by it. Okay. But, you know, awesome. I need to get past that. And okay. I think fear of the unknown and the control control segment is is something that he's going to take care of if we do the new thing. Okay. If I do okay. the new thing. Okay. okay. I appreciate your honesty. But, but you're going to have to talk it out, Will. You're going to have to. When you feel fear come, you're going to have to talk. You replace the thought with a word that you're getting from him. I mean, this is real, guy. Don't just think the, the negative thought is going to go away. You got to replace it. I, I might get to that today because that's, that's one of the steps about getting out of the box. Recurring thoughts. Are we satisfied with our walk with Christ? I'm asking y'all. <laughs> okay. All right. I thank you for, for two in the very back. <laughs> if we're not satisfied, let's talk to him about it. And see, you can ask him, Holy Spirit, how do I reignite the relationship with the Godhead? Because see, what he might tell us is different than what we think. We think we got to pray 500 times a day. He might just say, just talk to me. Y- y- y'all know you don't talk to the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. You don't say in the name of Jesus, you just talk to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Steps to getting out the box. This is what Nicole was waiting on. I got you, Nicole. I got you set. Right. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but but y'all, are y'all ready for this answer? 
If we stay here, we die. You either change or you die. Now, what? mind my own business. The Holy Spirit told me, he said, Paul, sometimes you ain't got to show the whole scripture. Let them look it up. Ooh. You think that's a God idea or a Paul idea? Okay. All right. So let, let me tell you this story. And then y'all got to look it up. You know, sometime during the day or tomorrow when y'all spending time with God. <laughs> this is 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 3 through 20. And you got four men that are leopards. And uh, their, their country, Israel, is, is going through some stuff. They're going through a famine. These guys are sitting outside of the gate because they're saying to themselves, why go in the gate? Don't have no food out the gate and don't have any food in the gate. So they're talking to themselves. And what would you be talking about if, if, you, if there was a famine? Would you be talking about Burger King? What would you be talking about? What place are we going to go? Huh? What, 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 what plants can we plant? But we're hungry. We have meeting in a couple days. What, what else you think they're talking about? You think they're looking at each other? Like that leg, that arm look good? Yeah, I'm talking about, man, hey, you ain't never been hungry like that. Yeah. Was that plane that crashed and they, they ate each other? Yeah. See, see, y'all act like y'all never seen a movie. <laughs> but you have, okay? And so, you know, they're talking among themselves, and they say, well, I tell you what. One of the guys got a, 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 a moment. And he said, well, if we stay right here, we know we're going to die. But let's go over to the Syrians. Sumerians. Let, let's go. It, it's it's S R Y A N, something like that. Syria. That's it right there. Thanks. See, I talk my way through it. See, I listen to what they told me. He said, talk your way through it. Okay? But, but he ain't saying the name of Jesus. He just said, talk your way through it. So, anyway, so one of the dudes said, let's go over to Syria. And the other guy says, because it was four of them, the other guy said, but, but they're going to kill us. But the guy who came up with the idea, he said, well, if, if they kill us, at least we tried. And so the other two guys said, okay, well, I think that's a good idea. Win or lose, but maybe we'll get a, a bite or something, get a vegetable or something. So they, 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 they went on over there. But see, I'm talking about either you stay here where you are and die, or you go where God tells us and live. Now check this out. So how many guys are say? So four guys on the way to Syria. And while they're going, see, see, this is what faith is. Until you walk in faith, you don't know what's possible. So now while they are walking, God allows Syria to hear those four steps as chariots. So now the enemy that they're going to runs. Because God makes their footsteps so loud that they can't determine how many people are coming to fight them. So now, God makes, your, God makes your footsteps so loud that doors are open before you. But because we didn't step out and do what he told us, we won't know what was already open to us. That boss that didn't like you, that you applied for a job, he made them leave. But you won't know until you get there. So these guys, I mean, it was a whole bunch of them. Remember how many was the other guys? Four. So by the time they get there, 
the people were so afraid that they left everything. They left food. They left gold. Now, now, I'm just telling you how God is a provider. He's not just going to fulfill your need. He's going to supersede what you need. So they, they, they walking. And, and they get to the camp, and they shocked by what they see. Say shock. Now, you hungry. You hadn't eaten in a while. Do you think they stayed in that shock long? So they start going tent number one, and they find food. Now, remember, they're hungry. But see, they said, if we stay here, we're going to die. But this other one who heard God on the inside, how we know he heard God? Because he moved. He moved. Not only did he move, but he moved in the right direction. So, he, he, so they eat. Then after the belly full, guess what else you start thinking about? Well, wait a minute now. This a whole, this a whole place. Now, they ought to have some, some nice watches in here, some, some jewelry, some, some, some porcelain. So the Bible don't say, but I think they split up. You check that tent out. I'm going to check that tent out. And so they started, you know, started to get everything together, and they had a whole bunch of stuff, gold, silver, trinkets. What's a trinket anyway? But I know. I'm going to keep on going. All right, so they got all this stuff together, and then one, and, and I'm still thinking that he's the one who said, we can go past this. Let's go to this place. So he said, I tell you what, we got all this stuff. Now, Israel, which we came from, can't they take advantage of all this? So the, the guy, same guy, this is just me talking, same guy said, okay, guy, let's go back to where we were hungry and about to die. And let's tell them about everything we got. So they go to tell. And, and, and so he tells one of the king's people. And the king, they tell the king. And guess what the king say? It's a setup. The reason why those people are not there, Syria is not there, is because they were hiding it out. Hiding out. Because they waiting on us to come back. Have you made excuses for what God trying to bless you with? And you can find all kinds of excuses for what he's trying to bless you with. And then you got to read the rest of the story. Yeah. There it is right there. Curl out. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not doing all the work no more. Glory to God. So the question I'm asking you, what dies? What dies when you don't change? What dies when you stay in the box? I tell you what dies. Your dreams. Amen. Who, who say that? Amen. Thank you, sir. Ambition. And see, can I tell you about our God? Our God has a timing. When we miss the timing, I haven't heard. Now, maybe y'all y'all different. When he tells us something and we don't write it down or we don't listen, I've tried before to ask him, would you mind repeating that? I don't hear anything. Because the God of all the heaven and earth is speaking, and I think something else you're saying is more important than him. He don't have to repeat himself. But your dreams die. And see, what I'm talking about dreams is dream has a timeline. When he sets something up, a person up, moving someone to a certain position so they can be there so you can receive what you're believing for, and you're not there. Because you needed a little bit more sleep. You had to take one more bite off that meal. And he's telling you, you need to be over here. You missed that dream. 
Now, I can't promise you when it's coming back. Because he has a timing and a purpose. We just read Jeremiah 11, right? 29 11. Pastor even quoted the exact scripture. COVID, the God. See, I'm just, I'm enjoying myself. Get out of the box. I'm telling you, ain't, there's nothing in there that is for you anymore. You all grew the box. Y'all understand what I'm saying? You ever hear get in a car where it's not enough room? <laughs> it's not enough room. What else dies? Your growth dies. See, we want to grow comfortable. It's not. It's not going to be comfortable. It's going to challenge you. Because the more you challenge, the more you got to call out to him. What would growth look like in your life? See, I think I might only get to a few slides, but I'm good. I'm asking a real question. What would growth look like in your life? Holy Spirit, would you mind showing them in a moment of time? Because they're still trying to figure it out. But you, you, you're showing us real peaceful, real quiet. And I thank you in advance that as they see what growth looks like in their life, not the old growth, but the new growth. The new growth that you have already made provision for. The new growth that you've already placed in the heart. The new growth that you've already placed in the mind. And I thank you in advance that because we prayed in the very beginning, you're showing them what that looks like. In Jesus' name. And just slip up your hand and I see you. 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 Now, who's willing to share? Can I get two on the right side and two on the left side? Two on my right. <laughs> two on my left. Okay? Might come in your way. What, what did he show you about growth? Uh, maturity. Maturity. Maturity in the way that um, I speak up more. Okay. With the truth. Okay, there it is. Whether okay. it's um, pleasant or not. Okay. Ooh, okay. You know, it's, it just needs to be said. Okay. With truth. Okay, amen. <laughs> in love. And, 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 and to uh, you got to look it up, but write it down. Uh, he says, speak the truth in love. And, and y'all know love is not always fuzzy and, 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 and all that, right? You can love somebody enough to speak the truth. Just watch your tone. Just watch your expression. But that's what speak the truth in love. You can be angry sometimes when you speak the truth. A anybody ever spoke the truth in anger? About four people, the, the warriors on this side, they like, yeah, doggone right, I said it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. What did he, you see grow? He showed me my youth. Okay. And when I was young, I pretended to be bold. Okay. And I pretended not to care what anybody thought. Okay. But growth for me mm -hmm. would be that for real. Okay, glory to God. Where I could be bold mm -hmm. and not really care what other people thought, and it be true. Okay. All right. So y'all know what you're getting, right? I mean, he just told you what what what, what he's giving you. So do you know you you think that's gonna be tested? Yeah. But let it come out of your mouth. But Father, you said. Uh oh. You said. All right. Who I got on this side? Mom was maturity as well. Okay. Um, in a few areas, but the one that I think most for me is people pleasing. People pleasing, I appreciate your honesty, okay? Yes, sir. Uh, mine was patience. Patience, okay, okay, all right. I got one over here. 
Patience. So, so if, if he's developing patience, what, what's going to come his way? <laughs> and you just come out of your mouth, but Father, you said, I got patience. I'm telling you, I don't care what people think when I say something. I'm the one going through it. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Shoot, I ain't trying to be cute and pretty. He showed me maturity, too. Maturity. Yeah. Okay. And what does that mean? What do you think he mean by that? I'm um, standing up and saying no a lot. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Y'all see the brother head with the no? Brother, do it like it. <laughs> sure. Mine would be confidence, okay. and that confidence would be um, stepping out of my comfort zone. Okay. And during the fast, God did show me something that I needed to do. I okay. have not done it okay. yet, and okay. that is... Follow your breath. I've been making excuses for okay. why I haven't because when he showed it to me, it was like, yeah, you need to do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. And it is to um, join a support group okay. for cancer at okay. the hospital. Okay. And uh, lately, I've been making excuses saying I'm just so exhausted okay. and so tired after work. I just don't feel like it. And, and then the other excuse was like, I don't like driving at night, okay. so I have not gone yet, but I have to step out of the okay. box, okay. Right. and I have to do it. Okay, amen. You, you know, <laughs> I'm like this. When I see how somebody does something and they're getting it done, I ask them. Yeah, I ask them. You know, like with Curly. I'm like, Curly get a whole lot done. <laughs> and, and so I asked. I said, sweetie, how, how you get all this stuff done? She said, I do the hard things first. And I did like this. Because you don't want to do the hard things first. Where are you going to do them things? You're hoping it's gonna, the, day, the day is going to manifest and, and it, it, it don't get done. So, you know, I started doing it there. I said, okay, okay, okay. I asked her, seeking you will find, knocking the shell be open unto you. Good measure, press down, shaking together. So I, so I said, okay. So, you know, now, now she's done it long enough where she only has to prepare herself. I got to prepare myself. Yeah, let me, you know, because how many things say you both write on the list? Three. Three things. So what I did was I said, okay, Paul, trick yourself. <laughs> so, so I still put the hardest as number three, but I flipped the list and start out with three, the hardest thing first. But I had to work with it. I mean, guys, you do what you got to do to get, get victorious. So, so I've been, but I'll be talking to it. I said, now, I'm telling you right now in the name of Jesus, you the easiest thing I've done this week. So I'm telling you right now, you got to bow, you got to listen, you got to do what I tell you to do, because this is going to be the easiest thing I did today. See, see what I'm saying? The mind has to stop to see what the mouth has to say. So on the spirit, on the inside, it says, well, I'm going to give you revelation. I'm going to show you how to put this together. I'm going to show you. Uh, you know, she, she told me, she the one told me, she said, well, look at YouTube. It tells you how to do everything. <laughs> so you take the information that you get and you use it. And then, see, you come back, I, I come back and I say, hey, sweetie, thank you for such and such. And she cool with it. You know what I'm saying? You know how some people, when you say thank you, they, they, they cool with it? Y'all know what? She don't break down, like, oh, honey, thanks you so much. She don't do all that stuff. She's just glad it got done. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. So when you said growth, um, I saw a family. Okay. My family. Okay. Um, and me as a father. Okay. And the word that came... In my spirit was accountability. Okay. You receive it? 
I do receive it. Okay, receive it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right? So growth, what else dies? Your potential. If you always do what you always done, you're going to always get what you always got. But if you talk about you want to grow and you want to enter into potential, you, you got to step out the box. But I'm telling you guys, when you step out the box, tear it up. Burn it if you can. I don't know what neighborhood you live in, but, you know, certain people, you can't burn stuff. Y'all ready for this? When God rescues us, stop going back to what he rescued us from. Some people will go back to what they got rescued from. They'll fight to go back. Don't go back. Believe it or not, the person that you left, they'll be okay. But when you go back, remember that he talks about when you, you rescue a person from the spirits? That what happens is they're going to bring seven more wicked than themselves? You understand what I'm saying? Y'all look that up. It's going to be in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. It might have been two versions. <laughs> You don't have to know everything. They just know what you're talking about. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, I hear you back here, bro. I hear you. <laughs> you know what, what dies is your promotion. It only takes a little while before they replace you. You get a call from a company or a call from a place, and they're saying, I want you to come work for us. This is your salary. This is what you're going to get. And they said, just call us by Tuesday. You, you, you wait till Wednesday or the latest time. You, you know the person that left at 5. <laughs> you're going to call them there because you're still trying to figure it out. How could God bless me with that? But that died. See, you, you, we need to make a decision. If we stay where we are, we're going to die. Something's going to die. And I'm not talking about physical death. Because, see, when stuff dies, you will have the ability to go back and say, God didn't do it. See, God didn't do it. I did call. But he told you to call on Monday, and you called on Friday two weeks ago, later. Is there room to change in our lives? Because we either change or something dies. Is there room for change in our lives? He didn't tell us how many things he had to change. He's not trying to overwhelm us. But he is a God of faith. So when we are ready to change, it's going to be a faith move. And you always ask him to show you a scripture that you're going to live on in the midst of that change. And no matter what happens, you go back to that scripture. And you stand on that. Which emotion is hindering our change? Because see, if we find the emotion, we will find what we're saying ourselves. The emotion comes first. That's the easiest thing to find. And y'all can shout it out. What emotion is hindering? Fear. Fear. Anger. Anger. Regret. Regret. No. Say again. Laziness. Laziness. Doubt. Doubt. And you write those things down so you and the Holy Spirit, y'all can talk about it. <coughs> Which emotion is hindering our change? 
Sadness. What else? And I want y'all to talk to the Holy Spirit about it. Seriously. You know, after we leave church, you know, if you start talking to yourself, he's going to start talking to you. All right, so we'll stop with this scripture. Let's read this one together, Proverbs 18, 21. Because see, what I'm doing when I ask y'all to read together is we're setting a a tone for us being in agreement. Y'all ready? Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it and indulge in it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. Wouldn't you rather your consequences be good? So what we need to say then? Life. You're going to bear the consequences of your word. So we got to watch what we say. And be quick to repent. If you say something that's jacked up, <laughs> just repent. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me for saying, and, and, and don't try to be cool with it. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't give him the time that he has to process what we said. We tell him what we said. Father, forgive me for cussing Billy out, and I said such and such to him and such and such to him. Please forgive me for that. Because you want to be specific. You understand what I mean? How many of us don't? I mean, don't even raise your hand. Most people don't do that. You know, when we do communion like we're going to do today, and the is going to take us through communion, when, when she gets to that part where, you know, if you need to forgive anybody, you know, you, you'll just call their name under your breath, you know, I forgive such and such. Forgive. Tell God about what you did to him. Yeah. Because, see, you don't want to hide from what, you, what your blessing is. Amen? <laughs> so, Processing recurring thoughts. Nicole, see, I remember. Nicole texted me this week like I asked her to. So we'll probably talk about this on Thursday, guys. Okay, I might move it around because this thing is important. Amen? I like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. Because I want to talk about one of the most important things. Accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Your life changes once you call on him. Because he died and rose from the dead for us. And one of the things that I find so amazing is a lot of people charge you a lot of stuff. You got to pay for a house. You got to pay for a car. You got to pay for this. You got to pay for that. But the only thing you do in Christ is you use your words to accept Jesus Christ. That's what you pay for with your words that goes to your heart and goes to your head and you are forever changed. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you that we have an opportunity to use our voices to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives. Because A, we accept him. B, we believe on him. And C, we confess him. And as we do that, he comes to live on the inside of our hearts. And our life is forever transformed. And then we spend time talking to him through prayer, talking to him, spending time with him, joining a local church, that will teach us the word of God. And then we start to know who we are, what we can do, and how much he loves us. So the congregation and those that are making that decision, repeat after me. Father, your word says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, 
and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, then I'm saved. I'm born again. I have eternal life. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just go to chosenrva.com under salvation. You find our information. We research everything else. Research what you just received. So you will know. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, chosenrva.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Chosen RVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.